Hi, everybody. This is Mark Lewandowski with Mind Your Business. What is Mind Your Business? It is a website full of great content and podcasts that come from real world experience, not a bunch of crap you read in a textbook. Listen, folks, this is 30 years of me running businesses, businesses that I started from scratch or that I was hired to help run. This is real world great nuggets of knowledge. The whole idea of Mind Your Business is for you to build your personal capacity. It's your ability to make an impact in your world, whether it's an organization, whether it's a club, whether it's within your family, or anything you do, can you make an impact? And the answer is yes, but every day you got to get better. You've got to get stronger. It's just like being an athlete. You, you build your muscles, you build your endurance. Well, in business, you build your knowledge, you build your experience, you build your expertise, and then you take that to the marketplace. That is how you build your capacity. Now, who should be listening? There's not a soul out there that can't benefit from this content, but let me tell you, out of 10 people, everybody's going to get a different nugget out of every piece of content. So when you're listening to this, listen for the stuff that really resonates for you. And then send me a message. Connect with us. Be engaged. Let us know what's working for you and what you need more of. This is going to be a great, great adventure for all of us. And I'm very excited that you're a part of what we're doing. Imagine with me, if you will, a friend of yours calls you and says, oh, I'm so excited. I bought an old cabin up on a lake in Michigan. I'm so excited about it. I bought it kind of off the internet. I haven't ever been there, but there was a bunch of pictures. This is going to be my first chance. I know it's going to be kind of dilapidated and full of old junk, but will you come up there and help me clean it up, paint it, restore it, and make it nice? And you think to yourself, God, there's nothing I would like more. So you go. You meet your friend in Detroit and drive a couple hours north to an unbelievably beautiful lake with a small cabin. As you open the door to the cabin, you realize there are boxes everywhere. Boxes and boxes full of mostly old junk and old clothing. But as you go through one of them, you pull out a journal. And the journal has been written by Henry Ford. And in that journal, it says... Three commonalities among elite business leaders. Oh my gosh, you say to yourself, I've got Henry Ford's journal and I'm going to look into the mind of these brilliant people. I'm going to peek behind the scenes of Henry Ford's life or someone like him and find the commonalities of elite leaders. What would you do? Would you sit down? Eliminate all distractions and soak up everything that you were told? I think you would. Would you read those notes from Henry Ford over and over and over? It's impossible for me to tell you I'm going to give you the only commonalities of great business leaders, but today I'm going to give you three commonalities that great business leaders know and live by. And I'm hoping, like that scenario in which you go to the lake house in Michigan and you find Henry Ford's journal, you're going to take time to think and reflect and consider these commonalities. Here we go. One of the things that great leaders do 
is they focus on the goal. They focus on the goal. Too many people who fail in industry have too many goals. They have so many goals that they can't focus on any one. I want you to think about your goals. Have you too many goals? If I said to you, what is your primary focus? Could you clearly state that focus to me? In order for a person to focus on the goal, they must first be able to tell you what that goal is. And they've got to be able to tell you in a clear and defined way. I find that great business leaders know exactly what their goal is and they can state it clearly. In fact, it's clear in their mind. Here's a goal that doesn't happen. I'm going to be rich. You know, when I was five years old, I used to climb up on my grandmother's lap and she'd say, Mark, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I said, I want to be rich. That was not a goal because it, it lacked any kind of direction. It was a dream. My dream was all the things that I could own and acquire by being rich. That wasn't a goal. Goals must be something that can be clearly stated. And and let's talk a moment about clearly stating. I don't care what your goal is, but you better be able to pass the 30-second, 3-minute, 30-minute rule. And it goes like this. Can you tell somebody in 30 seconds or less... What is your goal? What are you trying to accomplish? And can you do it in a way that is so simple they could turn around and repeat it to someone else? That's the 30-second test. Can you tell them very quickly? And can they turn around and repeat it to somebody else? Now, they may not know all your language. They may not get all the details right, but can they repeat it to someone else? That makes it uh, difficult for you because you've got in your 30 second time frame, you've got to make it simple enough for someone to understand it right away without being in that industry. You've got to make it simple enough that they can turn around and repeat it. Now let's go to the three minutes. If somebody says, oh my gosh, that's so interesting. Tell me a little more. Now you've got three minutes. You're going to tell them three minutes more detail. Here's where it started. Here's what we're going to do. And here's the end result. So 30 seconds, three minutes. Now they say, okay, I'm really interested and I'm part of an investment group and we've got quite a bit of money. Why don't you come make a presentation in which we'll look at all the details and then we'll talk about whether we would or would not be interested in participating. So in that case, you now have an opportunity to present for about 30 minutes. You've passed the 30-second, 3-minute, 30-minute rule. Okay, so who is it that's successful? It's people that have common traits in industries. One of those common traits is the ability to be focused on a goal. In order to be focused, that means your mind is constantly moving, constantly generating around that. You're getting up in the morning thinking about it. You're losing sleep thinking about it. You're examining. You're measuring. You're recasting. And then you're rebuilding. I don't care what your methodology is or what statements you make. But what you should be constantly doing is taking a look at what you're doing. Is it going to work? Can we measure it? If it's not, how do we adjust and rebuild? 
that it's got to be a circle. Don't think of your goal as a linear process. Think about it as a circle. Does it keep looping, getting better and better and better? Does it advance by improvement or does it advance by time? Your goal should not just advance by the amount of time you put in it. It's got to advance by the amount of improvement you put in the process. So, great leaders are focused on the goal. I've got a lady that's a a dear friend of mine. In fact, I serve on her board. Her name is Teresa. And years ago, she started a company training dental hygienists in her kitchen. In her kitchen. She started in her kitchen and 20 years later has grown to one of the most successful and most innovative colleges in the United States. The lady was intently focused on her goal. She started in her kitchen with one or two students teaching out of her kitchen chairs by her dining room table. She was so focused on the goal, but here's what was important. She kept examining what she was doing, measuring the outcomes, recasting what her focus was, and rebuilding the infrastructure it took to continue to grow. Are you solely focused on your goal? Number two, do your actions align with that goal? You know, there's nothing more frustrating than a person or an individual that they've got this great goal, but their actions are contrary to it. You cannot have a goal and be successful if your actions are contrary to the success of that goal. There's a thing called the valence theory, and it's been years ago since I really studied the valence theory, but the valence theory says that as an individual focuses on a goal, their actions, their behaviors, their language, their dress, their movements, their decisions start to align with that goal. The intensity of the focus starts to make them a better person, more focused. It's called the valence theory, and you might want to look it up. It's a very exciting concept. It's kind of like self-fulfilling prophecy. It's like the concept of what you say you will do. The more things you say positively about your success in the marketplace, the more you will do. However, in the valence theory, the more you focus intently on the goal, the more you line up your actions, both consciously and subconsciously. And that's the important part of the valence theory. One of the things that I want to talk about in regard to actions is the concept of sacrifice. You know, I thought about who it is that I can give you an example of sacrifice, and I can't remember a story better than, quite frankly, my own. As a young man in my late 20s, I desperately wanted to validate my thoughts and validate my ideas with academic pursuit. So I went after a PhD. I was so afraid of failure that I decided that no matter how hard I had to work in a given day, I would dedicate six in the morning till nine in the morning every day without fail. I only took off two days and both of those were Christmas. I took off Christmas twice, but every other day for three years, I worked on this thing between 6 a.m. and 9 a.m. on all the academic work, all the writing, all the study, all the reading. If I had to go to a class, that was just uh, on top of the 6 to 9. There's an amount of sacrifice required to make it to the top. And the great people, the great business leaders, have a focus on the goal, 
and their actions align with those goals. Before I move off of action, I want to say that I've never met anybody that's very, very successful who isn't preparing themselves constantly. What do I mean? Preparing myself constantly. Well, that takes a lot of different looks. That might mean exercising, cardiovascular weights. It might mean meditation to help you calm your mind and focus. It might mean taking an extra class. It might mean listening to podcasts or watching TED Talks or videos. It's reading books. It's asking people their opinion. It's having a lunch with somebody who's further down the road in their career than you are and trying to figure out exactly how you're going to make that work to learn from them. It's a very, very exciting thing to prepare yourself constantly. And finally, I'll say people who are intently successful are focused on a goal, their actions align with that goal, and they're present. Number three is they are present. In other words, they're when they're at work, they are focused on their work. And when it's time to go home, they are relaxed and easygoing at home. They separate. They use work time to be deeply intently focused on work. They use relaxing time to truly recover. My great mentor in my life, a guy named Gene Swearingen years ago, he was an economics graduate as a PhD student from Stanford and was just the most normal, awesome person. He used to say, Mark, there's a stoplight every day on the way home. And when I get to that stoplight, I leave work at that stoplight and I become a family man, a father and a husband at that stoplight. I don't bring my work home. That was his goal. Now, I think that in order to be incredibly focused on a goal, you've got to be awesome. You've got to be intently focused, have that goal in your mind at all times. You've got to align your all your actions with that goal. But there's got to be a time where you turn it off and just go recover. These are three commonalities that I have found in my life and, and the people that are intently successful that I've been around. They're not the end of the list. In fact, we'll continue to build them. But I want you to think about Have I focused on a goal that's very clear and I can communicate it to someone else? Number two, have I aligned my actions to make sure that goal is successful? And number three, am I present? When I'm at work, am I working? When I'm off, am I relaxing? If those are you, you're doing the right things to become intensely successful. And I'm excited that I get to be a part of it. This is Mark Lewandowski with Mind Your Business. Don't forget to follow us. Don't forget to look on marklewandowski.com and find out what other podcasts and other videos we've done that can help you with your career. And I look forward to hearing from you soon. Hey guys, this is Mark Lewandowski thanking you for joining me today. I'm really excited that you're enjoying the content. It means a lot to me. And I want to encourage you to go deeper into this content by visiting my website at marklewandowski.com. On that website, you're going to find more information like blog posts and all of the other topics we've talked about thus far. And while supplies last, 
I'm going to give you a copy of my book called Rattle Your Cage. It is a bestseller and it's an idea stimulator. It's designed to help you kickstart your ideas, get more and more out of your day, more and more out of the way you think. And I'm excited about it. So go onto my website, go to the connect section, fill in the information, and I'll send a book to you right away. Again, thank you for being a part of the special things we're doing. Tell your friends and your family members where you're getting this good content. And remember that some is not a number. Soon is not a time. And damn it, luck is not a strategy. 